The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Well, shit, Michael. Good morning, <laughs> everyone. And we have a jam-packed episode today. Chuck to the... F- Chuck nope. to the fullest? <laughs> sure. Chuck to the Don't even fullest. Try. Fill it to the rim with brim. And that is a commercial that came out before any of you three were born. Or probably any of our listeners. Pro- well, no. hmm, depends. They might, they might. If they're on, if they're on par, 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 par <laughs> with me, they will remember that. Yeah. So. You're contemporary. Well, yeah. you did reference just now three of us. Yeah. There's three of us. No, there's four of us. Yeah. There's I, three I, plus me. Yeah. And that's a new show that'll be coming out. Hey, join us on CBS Tuesdays at nine. Three plus me. Starring, oh, actually, we've starring got Young Sheldon. We, <laughs> yeah, is that like twenty three and me? Yeah. yeah, something like that. I do like that all of the phrases are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's very like uh, yeah. It's not rocket appliances. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not rocket surgery. It's not rocket surgery, guys. Anyway, get two birds stoned at once. We yeah. have uh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like that. We should one. get it's all Trailer Park Boys, guys. We should no get no credit on this. Four stoned at once. We should do that instead of two. But we've got special guests today. Long time listener to the show. We'll remember these people. They have been on the show before. They have indeed. We've got uh, our favorite tattooer. Tattoo artist to the stars. Well, she's a star herself. Julia. (laughs) And she's over at Blackstone Tattoo Company. That's right. Paul Tuckett, or as we affectionately call it, The The Bucket. We've got Nick here. Fantastic. Long-time listener, second-time caller. <laughs> Yay. Member of uh, the, the sexy, fall. sexy band, the Mighty Fall. It's true. That's, yes. that's what it is. Yes. Awesome. We're no all lies, very sexy. No lies detected. Right. Staggering in the tower of hats. <laughs> Follow at Mighty Fall Band yes. on Instagram. Yeah, definitely right. promote. Follow. And at Julia Davis Tattooer on Instagram. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have anything you would like to promote there, kids? Yeah, so we just started a small business with me, Nick, and our friend Anna called Heavy in Hell, where we sell heavy metal merch and horror merch and Halloween-inspired yes. culture stuff. Yes. Um, and we're having our first Arts and Crafts Fair on December 17th at Farm Fresh RI in Providence. Amazing. Amazing. You can Pretty find exciting. You can follow them on Instagram uh, at Heavy in Hell Co. Co. Heavy in Hell Co. On Instagram, Nicholas. That is correct, and <laughs> that is my, correct. They, they, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're right. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> and uh, if you are in the uh, Greater Providence area, my band will also be playing at uh, the Strand, formerly Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel, as we all know. As we love, I'll never call it the Strand. Will never call it the Strand, and I will never call it whatever they're trying to call the Providence Civic Center now, and I will never not call it Great Woods. Eat my shit. Don't bow to consumerism. It's not <laughs> happening. Now, the cool twist of that one is we are playing with um, one of the guys from Slipknot. Yep. Holy Sid crap. Wilson. Big time. Hey, big time. So I'm playing the biggest room in town for the first time, which is very exciting. Only took me half my fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> with one of the it's biggest rooms in, 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 in music. I've been playing music for 15 yeah. years, and I'm 30. So. Okay, well, hey, oh, yeah. 15 years to play in one of the biggest venues in town with one of the yeah. biggest people in the music industry is not too bad of a trade-off. 15 years, not yeah. too bad. Playing Lupos is a full card of Tony Bingo, as far as I'm concerned. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, 100%. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, Nick, you recently started a podcast of your own. Oh, yes, indeed. I sure did. Yes, ma'am. That's correct. <laughs> look, uh, look at that. Just uh, look at it. <laughs> my uh, bass player in my band um, and I just started a podcast called Some Kind of Podcast, which is about strictly about the Metallica album St. Anger and the documentary companion film uh, Some Kind of Monster. Yeah. And I've been listening to and it it's and hilarious. it's really good. I it's love it. a long movie and a long album, so we're going to just ride it through to the end here yeah. I don't know exactly how long that's going to go for and if I haven't somehow poisoned the idea of having a podcast for myself by then because the subject matter is dog shit <laughs> <laughs> so if I haven't ruined it for myself by then we'll just pivot into doing something else yeah I definitely think you guys should I like listening to you and um, actually found it super accessible because I like Metallica I've never seen that documentary and you I don't think I've ever listened <laughs> to the, the album but listening to you guys I, I didn't feel like excluded you know what I mean like it's not so much of a deep dive that I'm completely lost so I think everybody should go check out some kind of podcast available on Spotify yeah. 
and Apple Music. And, <laughs> yeah. Oh, whoa, what? <laughs> Let me dial that back. Yeah. It's available every goddamn place you can get it. Yeah, actually, I think it's just Apple's bottom. <laughs> 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 I should know it. Yeah. yeah, we all know how those niche podcasts can get. Yeah. This is not how, that's not how this one goes. No. It's very, very accessible. It's yeah. not just. If you know, you know, you don't want yeah. to listen to. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely awesome. And, yeah. and listening to you guys just like rank on the band is yes. amazing. Oh, and by the way, I literally that. consistently, well, I canceled my Twitter this morning because yeah. I'm just sick Over. of their bullshit. <laughs> however, before I did that for the past month or however long you've been doing the podcast, I have tweeted at Metallica at least twice a week. And I also put it in the comments. I just linked to the, and I'm just like the best goddamn Metallica podcast out there. Did you really? And I, yes, I did, 100. percent Oh yeah, absolutely, I of did. That's you the did. kind of shit that I do. That's so good. So hopefully you'll get some listeners from that. I'm so. yeah, probably. I would click I, uh, on that. I'll, you know what? I'll still fucking I'll torture them on Instagram. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everybody loves being tortured. <laughs> <laughs> I torture Mike daily on Instagram. Uh yeah. Well, or hourly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More I'm like. not gonna say with the what you torture me on yeah. Instagram with because then it's other people will shit. start yeah. sending me those things yeah. also unsolicited because I don't want to see them. It's a lot of gross shit. It's pimple videos. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I sent him every disgusting pimple insist video I can find, and now all of his suggested oh. reels <laughs> yeah. are just nasty, nasty shit. Yep. Yeah. So Instagram is ruined for me, and Twitter has been ruined for everyone. Everybody, so, so hey, hey, I got a lot of free time. Yeah, on my so you guys, now. you know, the, the 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 future is podcast. So thank you for being here. And Michael, what do we got going on? We got a little something different today. I think I'm excited to well, hear what yeah what we got going on. I am too, actually. So we have a story that I found and researched and wrote a while ago. Mm-hmm. And we've been looking for a time to get the four of us together because right. the subject matter. There's some crossover here. Uh, but in the interim, as listeners of the show will know and the people at this table will know, I had some stuff happen to me. Right. Uh, and then subsequently we recorded more episodes and Are I don't like... remember this story <laughs> at all. Oh, okay. really? So okay, let's cool. all four discover <laughs> the together. details of this story and see how well I told the story. Amazing. <laughs> wow, okay. This is the story of Hendrik Mobis. Count me out because I have no clue who that is. I, I don't, don't think do any I. of us do. <laughs> Hendrik Mobis was born in Germany on January 20th, 1976, and would go on to become a founding member of the black metal band named Absurd. Do you guys I know? I actually who... have no fucking idea who that oh, is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, I was expecting to do like a Mayhem episode. Yeah, we were going to like stump <laughs> oh, you guys. I think, yes. I think, yeah. Mayhem will be mentioned. That would have been a low okay. ball for, yeah. or, a, or a softball. Yeah. Okay. So we're, we're doing it all wrong today. Yeah. yeah. All right. Amazing. Mobus wasn't just interested in black metal. Oh, no. He would participate in a subgenre known as National Socialist Black Metal. Uh, also known as NSBM. Okay, no. Also for... known as Neo-Nazi Music. Okay, all right. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. I was like, I was going to say, so for someone who's not well-versed on that genre at all, what does that mean? Yeah. And then, but you then explained it to me. So. Yeah. so, Joe, and just so you know, that's the, the beauty of this genre in general is that because it is, it attracts like strictly like misanthropic weirdos. Yeah. The... Venn diagram of neo-Nazi or very fringe shit yeah. and that genre is like, it's not quite a circle, but oh, it, shit. it's close. Oh, it's, no. It's not, it's not as much two circles as you wish it was. Right, okay. I'm looking this band up just in the background while we're a, talking about this. A big source I used for this story were papers written by the Southern Poverty Law Center. <laughs> at what? The, at the turn of the millennium. Yeah. Okay. How they describe the music and the message of hate spreading so easily in the 90s, when the story mostly takes place, boggles the mind to then have to think about how much more virulently it is able to spread today. Okay, but we were just talking the other day about how in the 90s, yeah, when I was in high school, thank you, I was in high school in the 90s. Um, some of us weren't even born. Some of you weren't <laughs> even born yet. Um, we, not me, but there were people in the school who... If somebody was considered gay or a lesbian, they still were getting like picked on pretty mm-hmm. bad. Like in the nineties, like I told you, I had a friend that if she caught wind that let's say I liked boys and girls, she would have freaked out and probably wouldn't have been friends with me yep. because I we had sleepovers and everything else. And I would have, you know, 
you're not you're not my type first of all but also so that wasn't that long ago so it doesn't surprise me that oh yeah i'm just saying that you know, it it spread from germany to belgium to france to england to america to all of these yeah. places without the benefit of the internet yeah. or without the internet as we know it today well hate as we know yeah <laughs> like it brings spreads people together doesn't it yeah spreads faster than hope uh i really apologize for saying that uh like embroidered pillow slogan <laughs> hate spreads <laughs> faster, faster than, than hope. hope uh there are unsavory characters at every turn in this story but before we get to the murder mobus participated in his time in America, and his time as an international fugitive. Oh, shit. <laughs> My God. Okay. Let's talk a little more about NSBM. I don't know how I never heard of this fucking dude, honestly. This is like, I'm... I thought, you know, I, I thought you guys would definitely... You're not supposed to know anything. <laughs> All right. I thought you guys would be like, oh, yeah, we, I know that guy, he, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, mm, I don't know shit about it. By the year 2000, several European countries have outlawed the genre. Serious violence is being reported as more and more labels vied for control of the distribution. You see, in the late 90s, neo-Nazi music had become a $3.4 million a year enterprise. Jeez. It was going down like this. Racist CDs were bootlegged by criminal entrepreneurs, therefore no taxes, band royalties, or record company markups had to be accounted for. This created a situation... So they were just selling hate for the cheap. Yeah. This created cool. a situation that means most people were seeing straight profit. CDs cost underground bootleggers about two bucks a piece to produce. Interpol said profit margins are better than for selling hashish. <laughs> Wow, so hate is more prevalent than hashish Yeah, over there. Uh, a lot of people trying to wrest control of these operations were interested in the money, yes, but also in the power of the music to spread the message of hate. Okay, time for the murder. Mm. On, my, my favorite yeah, part. On April 29th, 1993, Mobus was 17. What date? April, April 29th, 29th, 1993. 1993. Okay, right yeah. before I graduated high school. <laughs> It's when all, everything just went crazy. He and two other members of Absurd tricked a 14-year-old boy, who they had previous issues with, more on that in a minute. Oh, God. To meet them in the woods near, oh, shit. Oh, no. I forgot that these are German names. <laughs> oh. I, I knew them at the time. <laughs> Do your best. Sonderschausen. Okay. Okay, that was easier than I thought. In the former East Germany. Okay. Using a mutual female friend as bait. Oh, no. Oh, come on. Mobus and the others lured Bayer to a cabin, which just so happened to be owned by Mobus's father. No, for, no. I'm ne We've talked about this. I'm never going to a cabin. <laughs> yeah, what? No, That's no, such a strange, no, like, Never going to a cabin. You're a 14-year-old boy. A 15 or 16-year-old girl says, hey, come to the cabin. <sighs> You're fucking going to the cabin. I'm sorry. Nick? Are you no going way to the in? cabin? Would you go into the cabin? No, come. <laughs> would you go into the cabin? Yes Absolutely. or no? That's a yes. That's teenage boy. Of course he's going yes, in the fucking come on. cabin. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but are. wouldn't you be a little suspicious? No, nope. he's fourteen. Zero <laughs> percent. He's fourteen, 14 trying to and dumb as shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Also. Let's not just attribute it to being 14. To a lot of 40-year-old men would, would also... Have done. So, yeah. Oh, there's a 15-year-old girl in this cabin. Yeah. And, all of a sudden, <laughs> and then it's, to change the and then it's your, your friend shows up out of the, uh, yeah. the back Chris room. Hansen. Chris, Chris Hansen, Hansen comes oh, out of the cabin. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing here? I just came to have some, some pizza. I came to check on the cat. Yeah. <laughs> How does this look? I just wanted to make sure. See how this okay. looks. Because there's a lot of creeps out there. Yeah. <laughs> doing some creepy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Once inside, one of the other band members used an electrical cord to begin strangling. As soon as he walked in? Yeah. My God. Holy shit. Yeah. poor kids. Sandro. These guys are really believe yeah. their message, huh? Yeah. Wait a minute. Bayer. So they're German? Yeah. He's also German? Yeah. Why do they oh, not like they him? They just had problems with him and I'll get to it. Oh, okay. All right. It's German on German crime. Yeah. Okay. When Bayer tried to scream for help, Mobus began to stab him in the stomach. Oh. <laughs> No. Stabbing. Every time I hear the word, my gut just like cringes. Yeah, it makes your inside go, no! And like tighten up, right? Around itself. Like, Ugh! well, normal people anyway. Oh my God. <laughs> Apparently, the band had not brought the boy to the cabin to kill him initially. Oh, really? Yeah, sure. Okay, okay. It was only after Mobus stabbed him that they tied him to a chair. Well, they strangled him. They strangled so him. What was their original plan? If you. Are they going to make videos? You're something? not going to make me say. We'll get there. Okay. So after he stabbed him, that's when they tied him to the chair and decided that he would not be allowed to leave. Because I guess being told on for strangled. Well, I got strangled, so I guess it's not. 
and no one got You didn't get strangled with a cord, Michael. Yes, I did. What? With, whom? with like string and like yeah, it got wrapped around my neck and pulled. By who? Uh, all right, you're gonna make me tell another Hebrew school story. Yes, a <laughs> Hebrew school story. I thought you were about to say in fucking karate or some bullshit. No. Yeah, no, you're telling this one. <laughs> what? So I went from Hebrew school from third grade to eighth grade when I got bar mitzvah. So this happened at some point in that window. Oof. I don't remember exactly when. Well, you got strangled, so. Yeah, the teacher needed to go to the bathroom. I guess. <laughs> Left me in charge. As Which, you would, as you would. Why anybody? I can't fault her for that. Why anybody would need to be left in charge? I don't exactly know, but left me Michael. in charge. And there's probably 14 kids in the class. A kid that I went to regular school with, who happened to also be in the Hebrew school class, who did not like being Jewish and did not want to be there. And if you said anything to him in school about like, "I'll see you later," in Hebrew school, he'd punch you in the face. Oh, okay. Um, Took the opportunity unprovoked. He had a ball of twine, basically. Okay. That he's just carrying around? Okay. He was that kind of kid. Okay. And he was also like six feet tall by the time we were all like 10. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he just stood up, got behind me, wrapped it around my neck. What the fuck? And just started pulling. I was already at least a black belt, so I was at least nine. Right. So I, you know, pulled it away from my neck. I knew to turn to the side so I wouldn't lose consciousness and like... I didn't want to hurt him because I was worried about getting in trouble. Uh, I would have kicked the ever-loving yeah. What did the other shit. kids do? They were all just watching because they were scared of him too. Because yeah. he's like four feet taller than the rest of right. us. And then so I got myself free without hurting him. And then he was still standing at the front and the teacher walks back in and like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, nothing. Did, and then he just sat back anyone, down and did, nothing no, The whole class didn't no. then raise their hand and go, Mrs. Nope. Leibowitz. No. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know what no. I don't know. Mrs. Smith, like there you go. Michael just got choked out by a roll of twine. Nope. <laughs> no. Because I got myself out of okay, it. Okay, you didn't say anything? They no. What? What was I gonna say? What I, This I, motherfucker just choked me out with a roll of twine is what I, I would have said. Wor- killed I, you. I was worried about defending myself and getting in trouble. I wasn't then gonna narc on him because he would do oh, it again. I he could have killed you. Beat the yeah. paint off that kid. Yeah. Yeah, but what's that guy doing now? Because if he was going to commit murder in like a fucking seventh <laughs> and he's grade like class. twelve years old, he's yeah, a crack probably. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let's look him up after he's this. He's self-loathing, so maybe he went down a path. Let's look yeah. him up. I love finding oh, out the people. Oh my god, me too. People come into my job that used to go to high school with me, and they were total, you know what's, and uh, cool dudes. Super cool dudes and really, really nice girls. And um, I see them and they look old as shit and beat to shit. And I just laugh because I'm like, that guy's probably dead. Life has not been kind to you. Uh, No. Yeah, let's look him up. Okay. Okay. Buyer pled for his life, promising not to tell anyone about what happened. The band didn't buy it, though, because he would have to seek medical attention for his stomach wounds. Well, well, no sir, shit. How did you it's get how did you bleed stab. the stomach? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I got stabbed like 45 yeah. times. So once the fatal decision was reached, Mobus held Byer's legs and the other two absurd members strangled him until he died. So they strangled him, stabbed him, tied him to a chair, tied him to a chair, and then strangled him again. Yeah. Until he was dead. Sweet. Oh my God. Why? Well, Michael's going to tell yeah. us. Let's when, not. <laughs> don't rush the raconteur. When the murder was discovered, this set off a full round of satanic panic. Oh God, Jesus again. Christ. Before the killing, Mobus had sent by her message that read in broken English, The hell come to your home. You will die. Satan, misspelled. Satan awaits. Oh, cool. Great. Stay away from us, you whimp and poser. And I said, I said, I I said, I said, whimp that way because he misspelled it with an H. Whimp. W H or H W? Whimp. And loser. Oh and no! Come on. Yeah. And poser. And poser. You poser. This whole fucking genre. Is yeah. Satan it's, it's shall kill you. Keeping it real goes wrong. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the whole genre. That's the mayhem thing, the burzum thing, the emperor thing, the dissection. Like we could. Oh, we, we could do this all day. <laughs> oh like, my god. All these weirdos. That's the thing is when you make this music that's like about misanthropy and being a weirdo. Sounding like shit. Yeah. And sounding like shit. And it's just like, it's it's bad music for weirdos. And then the actual freaks start showing up. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no. (laughs) Satan, Satan hath come to your house. Satan awaits. 
News outlets also discovered another disconcerting behavior engaged in by absurd. Besides for, murder? For example. Something crazier than murder? It was alleged that the band performed satanic baptism ceremonies in abandoned quarry. What? And of course, the music they played was particularly violent and fascistic. Well. A very short time later in Norway, here's where mayhem comes in, Varg Vikernes killed his mayhem bandmate, Euronymous stabbing him at least 23 times in the head, neck, and back. Also, what are these names? I mean, they're German. Yeah, they're, they're German. They're Scandinavian. Is, Some of yeah. them are, is I that, mean, Varg okay, Is, your, is, is wolf, Euronymous, like, like, is that like Henry in another language, or is that like no, the, that's, the, that's, the mighty that's, shepherd? That's like, a stage, stage name. name. Yeah. It was like, like it's like death, death Shepherd. Yeah. Like, that's not a real yeah. name. Yeah, that's not his real name. Oh, my God. No. Yeah. What? There was. Wow. Did you have a stage name? And if so, you must reveal it to I us now. I don't remember what it was. I yeah, bullshit. How do you not remember? Really but we were terrible. Clearly, we they're terrible. all pretty terrible. The singer is currently a neo-Nazi. And he got arrested recently. We saw it. Oh, really? Providence for, oh, my uh, God, do I know him? Putting up neo-Nazi, um, like... Stickers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stickers. Seems like a real chill dude. A real <laughs> chill, nice guy yeah. who, like, you know, at the time was just a real weirdo. Yeah. yeah. And you guys were like, we should hook up with this guy and make a band. Well, I didn't realize quite how weird he was until uh, it was a little too late. I've heard your band, though. And it, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. It's okay. It was just a bass player. <laughs> so. I was just showing up punching the clock. <laughs> yeah. So this is the most famous black metal murder, the story of which is told in the film and book as well lords of chaos Vigernus, which i did see in yeah. the movie yeah i hated it but it's got a culkin in it i didn't care Couldn't <laughs> a culkin i do like those i want just last sidebars i do like that that movie is um it leans really hard into what black metal is actually mostly about which is just like drinking 40s and trying to scare kids and old ladies <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it's just a bunch of like D geeks and then they yeah. literally it, but then they just went yeah. like Fucking nuts or some what? Of, and like, some yeah. of the then, yeah. it broke then off. the weirdo starts yeah. showing up. Euronymous was by all accounts a really normal guy, right? But then people were like, like it was like the peer pressure to like live up to this fake persona. Yeah, and it real goes oh wrong. Oh my god. Hey everybody! Hello, it's Joanne and Mike. Hello, and we have been trying to find some deals. Uh, holidays are coming up, and we've been trying to find some deals for our listeners. Yeah. And we've got one, you know, my family's very arty. Yes. A little artsy-fartsy family. Arts and crafts. And um, we do have an item that we think uh, you might like. And it's a book for people that are looking to start doing resin art and some other crafts for beginners. It has all the tips and tricks that nobody tells you uh, when you get started. And it includes several detailed tutorials for your first project. So it's a great place to get started if you're interested in learning how to do Arts and crafts with epoxy resin. Absolutely. And generally, it's on sale right now for $14.95, usually at a price of $24.95. So if our listeners go to resinart.mafpodcast.com, that's resinart, R-E-S-I-N-A-R-T, dot mafpodcast.com, you will be eligible for that special price. So check it out today and tell them MAF sent you. Absolutely. Eagerness 2 was a white supremacist and played the same kind of acorn music that Mobus was. Eventually, Vikernes was imprisoned for murder and for helping to set off a series of anti-Christian arsons that left some 40 churches burned in the early 90s. Jesus, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. After the arrest, police also found a cache of explosives in his house that he said he planned to use to blow up Blitz House, which was a location well-known as a gathering place for leftists in Oslo, Norway. These people are... Not all. I said it before. I'll say it again. Present. <laughs> real, real cool dudes. Really cool. Really chill guys. Mobus too would be sentenced to a prison term, eight years in a juvenile facility, to be exact. But European prisons are a little more lax than in America. He continued to create music, and he managed to stay a relevant member of the German neo-Nazi and NSBM movements. Just like uh, Varg. Mm-hmm. Yep. Still doing music. He was interviewed. Well, I feel like prisons over yeah. there would be harsher. No, prisons no. are like hotels. Yeah. 
You would think so. Yeah, watch. Yeah, you have to watch a couple of documentaries, especially about like Swedish prisons and well, stuff. Well, their reoffense rate is really low because yeah. it is about literally about rehabilitation right. rather than right. just throwing people in a, yeah. in a do- essentially a dog pound for human beings. Right. Yeah, yeah that that actually so makes like they sense get little, though. Little yeah. One bedroom apartments with right. Yeah. Microwaves and shit. Wait, we did watch something about that. Yeah. They have like their own little section. They don't get like locked in. They have like a common area and yeah. stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shit. If I ever uh, commit a crime, remind me to do it overseas. Yeah. So Mobus was actually interviewed for the book Lords of Chaos, which focused more broadly on the music and the movement rather than the one case in Norway, uh, as the movie would later do a few decades later. During the interview, Mobus expounded on what the book's author described as his esoteric racialist mysticism. <laughs> and his okay, sure. and his delusions are pretty clear. Quote Just National sure. Socialism is the most perfect synthesis of the Luciferian will to power and neo-heathen principles and symbolism. That makes no sense. That's a bunch of words. It is word salad. Quote, if Aryan stands for the noble, the illuminated creative power of the white. It doesn't. Then Jewish means just the opposite. Oh my God. Also also incorrect. Also, what fucking year do they think it is? (laughs) And then he called Bear a leftist fucker. Oh. (laughs) <laughs> it's real classic, like dumb guys trying to be smart. You love that. Oh, it's yeah. every it's every hick Republican that gets interviewed yeah. by anyone with half a brain yeah. who sets the question up, and then they just bury themselves. Those are the best videos to watch to make yourself feel oh, good yeah. about your own self. Yeah. Quote: On the 29th of April, 1993, we wanted to clear up the Sandro problem, and we did, albeit rather gruesomely. I can say we unconsciously imitated an archaic sacrificial rite. First, Sandra was hit with a knife, then strangled, and after that, buried in the earth. Incorrect. You strangled him, then you stabbed him, then you strangled him. So get your formula fucking right. Like, what what, what was the issue with this 14-year-old kid who just wanted to get his, uh, you know, some something? Was he remorseful? No. No. Quote, every passing second, a human dies, so there's no need to make a big fuss of this one kill. (laughs) <laughs> Sandro B was an utterly Says irritating you. guy who became a pain in the ass after a while. He has spread rumors and bullshit about ourselves, something we couldn't stand any longer. I say it simply was a beneficial act for mankind. Oh my god. How about How old is this? Kid? How about He was 17 at the time. How about like, "Hey bro, I heard you were talking mad shit about right? me." Yeah. And he's like, "So what if I was?" Yeah. And then you put your dukes up. Yeah. Punch each other a couple times. Yeah. 17 on 14 is real fair. It's like being strangled with twine in front of a bunch of people. Okay. Well, do you want to get fucking strangled and stabbed? Or would you like to just put up your dukes for five minutes and then. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I would. Take your chances, guy. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Come on, Sandro. At that point, you'll never get to the twine. So, (laughs) yeah. If if it's not clear from that quote, uh, they assumed that he was just talking shit. (laughs) Okay. So they killed him. Wow. This kid that's pretty extreme. Three, at least three years younger than all of them, was just talking shit. I would have had to burn down every school I've ever gone to. I'd have to smash every coworker in the face. (laughs) Like if I had to kill every person that talked shit about me, Uh, there'd be a lot less people on the planet. Oh, what a wonderful world that Mm -hmm, would be. be, Mobus and Vikernis share something more than their hatred of Jews. They both became dedicated to neo paganism. Odinism in particular. Oh, God. <laughs> in a form that sees Christianity as a repugnant faith based on Judaism. Every fucking white guy ever who comes to get tattooed, like, can you do like, can you do like the Mjolnir, like Thor's Mjolnir on me? I guess in their defense, they're at least Scandinavian. Yeah, at least they're like adjacent to where it comes right. from. Right. Yeah. <laughs> at least it's at least it's God adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. To Mobus, Christianity is quote spiritual black death. A quote, praise the feeble religion. His answer to this plague, <laughs> quote, you can't get rid of a virus after a certain number of people are contaminated, but you can get rid of the contaminated people. Jesus Christ. Genocide. I mean, yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Who's what? These 17-year-olds have a lot on their plate. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell you, when I was 17, I was like, how can I tell my grandmother I'm gonna sleep over at this girl's yeah. house and she's gonna tell her parents she's sleeping over at this one's house and then they're all supposed to be sleeping in my house and we're going to a house party 
That's yeah. that's what I had going on at 17. And this is pre-internet, too, where it was, yeah. like, harder to get radicalized, yeah. I feel like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We were driving a Scarborough and drinking on the beach at night. That's what Scarborough. I was. Scarborough. Scarborough. That's what Scarborough. I was doing at 17. I wasn't <laughs> dealing with anything like Planning this. murders and trying <laughs> to solve the world's plagues. Mm, not quite. Well, not quite. I was like, who, are we going to, who am I going to go to the prom with? You know what I mean? Like, that was it. Yeah, it's weird. He wasn't yeah. concerned about going to prom. It's so weird. He's probably, you know, shooting them down left and right. Yeah, I'm sure he had tons, <laughs> of, them away, tons yeah. of chicks just lining up. There's a lot more background available out there about the NSBM movement and the various labels and groups that were springing up all over the world in the 90s and early 2000s. And we have to cover a little bit more about it. But if you're interested in a real deep dive, check out the paper published by the Southern Poverty Law Center. Like I, I did. I wonder what... Or read Lords of Chaos, but for now we'll focus on what happened to Mobis after prison. Okay. You said he went to for eight years? No. Uh, seven. Seven. Oh, that's In seems... a juvenile facility. That seems... Even though he was 17. That seems fine. Mobis was paroled in August of 1998, only five years and four months of the sentence, and immediately got involved in extreme far-right politics. Five years How's for murder. Gruesome uh, murder. Not self, not the self-defense. Yeah, murder. Not, I shot him one time and walked away. Yeah, this was a torturous murder. Five years. If you get out of jail for do, doing something and your first instinct is to go do that very thing immediately after, you might have a real problem. Mm-hmm. Um, he became head of the German branch of the hate group Heathen Front. He took over a black metal label, Darker Than Black Records. Ah. DTB. <laughs> I'm going to name my tattoo shop. Yeah. Darker, than, Darker black. than black. No more black. <laughs> and contributed to a compilation being put out by another label, Hate Records. Oh, my oh okay. God. Is it, is it an H and then the number eight? Nope. It's all oh. caps, so I don't know if it's they're, an acronym. They're but. too real to do abbreviations. Yeah. <laughs> too cult and true. Yeah. <laughs> There are so many different groups and labels. I know I said before to check it out if you're interested, but you should probably check out those papers anyway because there's a lot of like how this shit spreads information in there. So if you're susceptible, you might not be so susceptible. For Mobis, like so many other musicians, his ultimate goal was to get his music released in America. Oh, yeah, that's all we fucking need. Yeah. yeah. It wouldn't be that easy, though. In July 1999, less than a year after being released, Mobus was sentenced to an eight-month prison term for giving the Nazi salute, which is outlawed in Germany, which also caused his parole to be revoked, meaning he would also have to serve out the rest of his murder sentence. So another two and plus years. Okay. The problem was he was sentenced, but he was not in custody. In fact, three months later, police raided almost two dozen locations in Germany looking for him including darker than black offices. <laughs> he's and, not going to be at work, guy. <laughs> like, he's on the lam. Yeah. He's not going to be in the office. And as a result of the raids, ended up charging a number of music labels with distributing Nazi propaganda. Sweet. DTB shut down after the raid, but Mobis was still on the run. Where is this mofo? Where could he be? Not long after the raids, Mobis was sentenced to another 18 months because of mocking and demeaning comments he made about his murder victim during his interview for Lords of Chaos, something that is also outlawed in Germany. You can't talk shit about your murder victims. Oh my god. (laughs) This guy. With his operation getting shut down and his prison terms compounding, Mobis had to make a move, and that move was the United States. Go away. While still hiding in Germany, Mobis worked out a deal to distribute darker than black products through Bestial Offerings, a distributor in <laughs> Texas. He repl- yes, of course, Texas. Of course, Shocker. Texas. He reportedly came to an agreement with another Texas firm, Ancestral Research Records. In December 1999. <laughs> ancestral Research. <laughs> Ancest- oh, I thought you said Ancestral. I was like, that makes sense. <laughs> Mobis flew to Seattle and entered the United States. It appears he entered legally, although he would ultimately overstay his visa. I don't know how he got out of Germany if he had all of these... Right. Whatever. Victor Gerhard, a lawyer for the National Alliance, I'll explain that group in a second, (laughs) told the LA Times that Mobis's airfare was paid for by an American white supremacist who, quote, sought his expertise in putting together record deals and paid for him to get over. The two men had a falling out, Gerhardt said, and Mobus headed east, staying with white-powered devotees as he went. 
little underground railroad for uh, assholes. Uh, for mm, yeah. pieces of shit. The National Alliance is the late 90s and early 2000s was the premier neo-Nazi group in America. If that's a claim to fame. Yeah. If, if that's something you want. They're like, we the best at hating people. The leader of the group at the time was a guy named William Pierce. Pierce was a was very keen to get in on the NSBM music business as a way to group membership in his group and connect to the international network. Uh, Pierce even harnessed the early internet and launched a free Hendrick Mobus campaign using early banner ads that other hate groups could put on their websites and message boards. Uh, here's the thing, and maybe I'm naive. This is like very niche oh, yeah. stuff, yeah. right? Once you land a record deal and you flood the quote market, market yeah. with these albums or yeah. CDs or fucking cassette tapes or whatever, eight yeah. tracks, I don't know what they're using, yeah. okay? Um, where's the rest of the. It's a very small market. Yeah. How it's much money do you. Yeah. Okay, but. Okay, but at some point you're you're not gonna con- you're not gonna make. Do you tell the hashish dealer to stop selling hashish okay, when everybody's you, bought hashish? Are you gonna make that much money? But hashish is also addic- addictive, so after a so while hate, you man. end up. So is hate. Uh, Knowledge. All right, oh. I fucking hate you right now. I hate you. But you know what I'm saying? If you've got ten thousand whatever dedicated followers in the U.S. or yeah. wherever, yeah, they buy your album. Yeah. Okay, now you have to formulate a new album before you're gonna make any more money. Like I feel like eventually, I mean, so does you're meatloaf. gonna stop. Well, he's dead. Making, <laughs> I don't know why meatloaf. Money, goes. yeah. You know, meatloaf no, has not, to come up with a new album. Neo Nazis, meatloaf. Yeah. Like I can see. You gotta come up with new material if you want people to keep. But you know, that's, that's what I'm everybody. saying. Like it's a very small There's audience. Just, yeah, so after a while, how much money do you intend to make? Yeah. The opportunity to pull in new is not as. It's not as great yeah. as you think. There's gonna be some you're gonna pull from the fringe while you're spinning yeah. around. Eventually, someone's just gonna get sucked in. Yeah. But I don't know if there's any gonna, emerging markets that you. Yeah, can it's really not gonna tap take into. over and become the new hot thing. Well, hey, they're delusional shitheads, and that's the whole prevailing thought is that you get. Yeah, is that in doing so you get this like groundswell of people that they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're fucking idiots. It's like a grass, all, grassroots movement. Yeah, bigger. all you got to do is get one suburban house mob, and then you got a Ponzi scheme on your hands. Well, yeah, well so, then it's a Lululemon. Yeah, yeah. so you know, it's, it's yeah, possible. and then all of a sudden she's like, yeah. "Oh my God, everybody come to my house! I've made a, a homemade apple fritter, and I'll be passing out some new music <laughs> from a local band." And I think we're all gonna like them. Please welcome Euro- Euronymous and uh, fucking Geronimo and, and like all these people. Come the fuck in, you know? Like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a Tupperware party, but with hate speech. Right. right. You know. Every every you every just eight described piece, Twitter. Every eight piece <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. comes with a free cassette. Yeah. And a free VHS for at home. Movis had to make it from Seattle over to West Virginia, where, oh, Pierce, God. where Pierce and the National Alliance were headquartered. Shocking, <laughs> shocking, shocking no one. <laughs> he eventually would, but not without his fair share of trouble. It seems as if Movis had his airfare paid for uh, by a guy named Nathan Pett, a key member of the white supremacist group White Order of Thule, W-O-T. <laughs> Pett. Also, personally... Wait, wait, his acronym is WAP. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay, that's cool as fuck. WAP. That's so stupid. Pettis, or no, Pet. Also, personally edited a journal, magazine, fanzine, yeah. hate rag that he called Fennis Wolf. <laughs> hate which he described you guys, as... guys, it's a hate zine. Which he described as, quote, the revolutionary voice of the Pagan Liberation League. <laughs> white nerd shit that doesn't make any sense it's uh, stringing words it's together. just yeah. words at some point it's mad libs yeah at for some fuck face do you see why i forgot faces. all of the details yeah. of this story at some point it seems that pet and mobis had an argument and that forced his eastern migration they have a lot of infighting going on yeah. with these people that's supposed to have all the same weirdos. beliefs yeah but, I mean, we're working towards a common goal, guys. Let's try to work together, yeah, no? but you're doing it wrong. Okay. You know. So, the White Order of Thule was headquartered in Washington <laughs> State, but also had a chapter in Richmond, Virginia. So close to West Virginia. <laughs> there is no data. There is only <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. There's only There's Thule. only Thule. It is assumed that Mobus heading to Pierce's organization, West Virginia, was too good of an opportunity for Pet to pass up, and... 
potentially could have grabbed Mobus as he passed through Virginia to exact some revenge for the argument, whatever it was about. Um, according to some message board postings, Mobus was attacked in Richmond, uh, in most accounts by Pet and a friend. <laughs> Mobus reportedly his own was friends beat him up. Yeah, Mobus reportedly was handcuffed and methodically beaten with a hammer all over his body. Yes, a hammer. Am, am am I a bad person that I am like? Yes. Well, when Nazis beat the shit out of Nazis, are we supposed to care? No. Yeah. I'm so into yeah. it. No, it's not about That's the journey. Tense. It's the destination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're working for the same ends here. Hey, man. By the time Mobus was finally freed, he had been very badly injured, according oh. to these accounts. So the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Uh, one October posting on a national anarchist discussion group publicly put several hostile questions to Pet, including this one. In June 2000, did you travel to Richmond, Virginia with an accomplice, duct tape, and cuff H. Mobus and beat him bloody with a hammer? <laughs> That's awfully direct, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this guy point. was like, now's my chance, and I'm not fucking around. I'm getting answers today. And it was in that moment Pet regretted inventing the AMA. <laughs> Pet's reply was somewhat ambiguous. Why would you reply at all? Why, uh, why wouldn't you just immediately block that person and kick him off the mm -hmm. site? Even if we did do such a thing, if you think I'm going to freely discuss with people who are completely irrelevant to me, total strangers, actually, <laughs> such illegal and incriminating activity, all caps, over the internet, <laughs> then you are seriously deluded. How about the fact that you said, even if we did do that, yeah. which yeah. means you we did, did it. No, you fucking idiot. Right, even if yeah. we did. How about just write N-O <laughs> or nine yeah. or whatever the fuck language so, you want to. I'm going to read this again with the punctuation. Oh, please. So you can see that this is Trump tweeting oh. in the 90s or early, to, in June of 2000. This style was already invented. Trump did not. By the way, Elon Musk, Elon yeah. Musk reinstated Trump's Twitter. Yeah. Great. Which is why I deleted yeah. it, because he's a fucking moron. Yeah. Even if we did do such a thing, comma, capital I, if, you think if. I am going to freely discuss with people who are completely irrelevant to me, parentheses, total strangers, actually, close parentheses, sidebar, sidebar, such actually. illegal and incriminating activity, all caps, over the internet, <laughs> dot, 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 van, capital Not T, then. H, A, N, you are seriously deluded. Well, your yeah. grammar is seriously diluted, yeah. sir, and diluted. After escaping from the Virginia beating, or when he was released, Mobus finally arrived to Pearson, West Virginia. He arrived in early June of 2000 and stayed for about three months. Now, Pierce claims to... Even he was like, fuck this place. Yeah. Pierce claims to have not known that Mobus was an international fugitive. <laughs> oh, okay. But he was putting out articles and posts in his own white power music magazine about Mobus facing over five years in prison if he was caught. Keep telling on yourselves, you idiots. Right. Why are they so free with... Like, like we know no one reads your shit, but people could read your shit. The only right? people that are probably reading that shit is like some dork at the FBI who is like, I gotta keep an eye on these yeah. fucking idiots. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Right. That's what I mean. It's not like people are going out and going, have you got the new issue? Yeah. If not, I'll lend you my copy. Well, this is like, what happens when it's the combination of, of stupidity and fervor yeah. that puts people in cults. You know, it's like yep. you're, you're yeah. dumb and passionate. Yes. And nowhere to put it. Yeah. 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 On August 26, 2000, Hendrik Mobis was arrested about 20 minutes from the National Alliance headquarters on an international warrant. Between Mobus's arrival in June and his arrest on August 26th, he and Pierce were busy. Pierce set up several LLCs and registered several internet domains for music distribution companies. Through some legal maneuvering, Pierce may have ended up owning the American rights to both Mobus and Vikernes' music. He was setting himself up as the most important, influential, and popular white music provider white power music provider in the world. White music provider would just be whoever whoever <laughs> yeah. produces Taylor Swift. Right. Um, Dude, if I had enough money, I would just buy the rights to like all that hate shit and then just destroy it. Yeah, burn it. Just have um, like a big rally yeah. and then just fucking destroy it. He positioned himself to make at least a million bucks a year. <laughs> cool. Um, on just doing nothing but letting distributing hate, basically. Awesome. Uh, as repayment for this potential windfall, Pierce agreed to pay Mobus' legal fees to help him fight extradition. In July 2001, he, the U.S. ended up deporting Mobis rather than allowing Germany, Germany to extradite him. So he had no recourse to ask for asylum. Because if they were going to allow extradition, 
he could appeal to the U.S. and say they're going to take me and they're going to treat me with blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Which would have drawn out the process if they just said, uh, GTFO. Right. They can't be like, well, can you let me back in? They're going to arrest me. You're yeah. not our problem. Mobus ended up back in German prison for several more years, but has been subsequently freed. Since getting out of prison this time, Mobus opened a music shop that catered to hate music. <laughs> Anti-fascist groups have protested Mobus and his store. Two of his cars have been damaged and burned. Anti-Mobus graffiti is sprayed around Berlin. And he even went through an early form of doxing. His face and personal information were postered up all around Berlin. Good. Good. Like, honestly, just burn the store down. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they can burn down people, they can burn down people's churches. Right. We can burn down a record of store. Them, I mean, whatever. In 2019, Mobus was at a black metal gig in Denmark. He's still just like walking around. Yeah, in the no scene. No one has beat the shit out in of In the this scene. Dude. And was seen handing out flyers promoting a Nazi event. This led to him being confronted by parts of the audience. So it was just a regular black metal gig. It wasn't like a yeah. national socialist black metal. Um, this led him to being confronted by parts of the audience and also asked by the organizers to put down the propaganda. <laughs> so, it, so, okay. So I know this is like white supremacist black metal yeah music yeah and then there's regular black metal music yeah there's and different is that and is it. that not nazi-ish hate-ish no it's, it's just... usually more kind of staunchly like kind of kind of up the middle nihilism usually like just like life black metal like just... like like everything sucks like life is futile yeah, kind of thing but like it's not like let's go kill them. anti-christian and yeah. like Everything is bad, and I'm going to kill myself. General, anarchy. generally speaking. So it's emo metal. They are kind of the kind most of. guys sometimes. <laughs> a lot of the time, if you're talking about depressive suicidal black metal, which is so another it's like stupid so thing. it's like emo there's also metal. different subgenres too, though, like atmospheric, yeah. which has no lyrics and it's just stuff like that. Pretty much not Nazis. It's just like like chamber music. Chamber yeah, like Transylvanian music. Gregorian yeah. chanting in the background and shit. Like, yeah. Okay, so black metal is not bad not as a per whole. se. It's just this particular. Sub, the differentiation is usually in the lyrical content. Okay. Yeah. Which is why if anybody wants to go watch Green Room, which I know certain people at this table won't ever want to watch again, <laughs> the style of music that the Ain't Rights played for the Nazis was enjoyed by the Nazis until they started singing Nazi punks fuck off. Huh. then it became more of a problem and then they had to get out of there right quick. Put down the propaganda, Mobus, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> a fight erupted and he was attacked by a group of unidentified people from the audience who left the gig act afterward but returned to throw pepper spray at Mobus, <laughs> <laughs> which interrupted the show for a while. Well, yeah. So they were like, we're just over here trying to enjoy our emo fucking shit and you're over here trying to spread hate. You're giving us all a bad name. We're going to beat the shit out of you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm here for that. Yeah. So I was unwilling to dig any deeper to try to find out what he's up to now for fear of ending up on a website I really, really don't want to. <laughs> so as far as I know, that is the story of Hendrik Mobus. Well, fuck that guy. So he's still just walking around yep. enjoying concerts and... Yep. He's probably still considered like he did a his pseudo for, celebrity yeah. like a in, the, in the scene to those kind people. of thing. I'm sure he is. He did his time like for our, murder. People watch his videos and shit. People still listen to Burzum for some reason. Yeah. Some of it's okay. <laughs> I'm just saying there's better bands. No, there in like is. All of those, in any given one of those styles, it's like you could just, I don't know, just not listen but to But in, in that other movie, didn't they blame a guy who it wasn't him? What, and then he was getting like death threats and stuff like that, remember? Because he was posting like stupid shit on the internet, but he wasn't the guy who like, but everybody said it was him, right? No, I think you're getting mixed up yeah, with... Yeah, that, uh, that was a different story. You're getting mixed up with the uh, Cecil Hotel, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I totally am. Yeah. That had nothing that to guy, do with black that metal. That poor guy. That, that was poor like guy, super though. chill. Yeah. But he looked like a... Was I he think, like a black metal kind of guy? He was like an like artist. Was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think that's where I'm completing the two because yeah. he was... Yeah, because he Thank had the long, that. dark yeah. hair and stuff and he was like... I know he was posting like some weirdy yeah. shit on the internet and stuff, but then everybody was like, "Oh, you're a murderer or yeah. whatever." Yeah, imagine, poor guy, poor guy. Yeah, he's like, "I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that." 
I wasn't even there. <laughs> like, don't. You are. You but know then what he, I he doesn't have say. any alibis because he's probably just like he's a lone his, weirdo. Yeah, he's artist. in his own apartment like all the time. Where were you? I was home asleep by myself. Right. Well, that's not going to be. Great <laughs> that's not going to work for us. Yeah. yeah. Do you have any yeah. friends that can no. No. write your story? No. I don't I have any friends. friends. Yet, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I wish I did. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can talk about it over a cup of tea. Do you want to right. stay? Yeah. Would you like to sit down? My friends. Tolkien. H.R.R. <laughs> <laughs> Martin. Do you have two middle initials? And we <laughs> can be friends. Friend? You might be fostering weird fringe <laughs> unwashed weirdos. They put out an ad. It's like super cool guys. Like nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. Nothing sexual. We're just going to Underline sit, it. We're just going to sit around and talk about how much we hate people. Well. Which, to be fair, Michael is what we do on a daily basis <laughs> and we sit around and talk about how much we hate everybody but we hate everyone equally and that's the thing right that's that, standard black that's, that's general okay yeah. Yeah. that's not we uh, should start a band <laughs> you know i think you should let's we'll start a black metal band just bitch about yeah, I life mean, there's anti-semitic bands there's misogynist <clears throat> bands can we do a misandrist band let's do one yeah Oh, let's do one. Yeah. I know. Yeah, well. There's shoot-offs like that of every genre, yeah. whether it comes to like punk or. Yeah, every art form has. Fringe. Fringe class. Right. By roach class. Roach right. Yeah. That's the roach class. Yeah. Shithead class. <laughs> yes. Well. Well, that was, uh, that was one quite a ride. hell of a journey. Yeah. And. Uh, um, yeah. It was interesting to be reminded of it. It's been an interesting day, Michael. Sure if you has. see that guy in public at a show, beat him up. Beat the yeah. shit out of him. Yeah. Savage that man like a champion. <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sure. <laughs> like Gordy. Uh, I'm sure he's been up to some real nonsense in the YouTube and There COVID has era. to be, but I, I'm not yeah, going to say So he's got to have a weird oh, YouTube. Oh, you know he does. Mark has a weird YouTube. Oh, God. Yeah. Or he used to. I think he might have gotten the boot. Yeah, they probably kicked him off. fascinating shit. I'm sure. If that's still up. Yeah. Ugh. It's definitely like. It's real strange because he's just turning into like a like a doomsday prepper. Oh which is god! Great. Absolutely oh, no! <laughs> Don't look at me across the table. No, I'm not a doomsday prepper. Did I date one at one point in my life? Yes, I did. <laughs> Don't look at did me you across see me the turn table. My head? You literally looked right at me. Everybody gets a mulligan joke. No. On your six, I'm black on paint. I'm black on paint. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Oh my god! Which is why I, which I, why I knew it would never work out, but I got talked into it anyway. I digress. Um, and should we, should we, we say your your slogan? Fuck that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy for real, hard yeah. and uh, dry with no loop. But I uh, got rid of my Twitter. Yep. I don't know if the LMAF Twitter is going to be around much longer, but you can always find us on Instagram at MAF Podcast Show. Yes, indeed. You can email us. At mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. You can look at our bitmojis and my new hair on the YouTube. Murder Mugs Friends podcast. And um, again, you can follow Julia Davis Tattooer on Instagram, Mighty Fall, The Mighty Fall Band, right? Instagram. Heavy and Helco. Heavy and Helco on Instagram. And um, buy some shit. Yeah. And some kind of podcast. And, and some, some kind, kind of, of podcast. podcast. We don't have an Instagram. <laughs> available everywhere it's very metallic but mostly but spotify, spotify and apple. apple so every goddamn where every goddamn place <laughs> as long as those that every goddamn where is spotify right. or <laughs> apple. Yeah. what other platform matters at this no, point everything's no. so centralized yes and uh, until next week try not to murder anyone and if you get the chance call 911 when you see an old man fall off his bike and crack his head open like we did this morning thank you <laughs> goodbye goodbye Bye. adios